Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about something that I believe is the intersection of the food side of things and the mental side of things, because both certainly play into this. If I'm being really honest, um, what you might not realize, but I fully realize because I understand to some degree the biochemistry of the body and how food and the different foods that we eat or don't eat and the liquids we drink or don't drink really impact the inside of our body. What you hear me talk about as the internal ecosystem, really it all plays off one another. How we think impacts what we do. What we do impacts how we think. What we eat impacts how we feel and the chemicals inside our body and that impacts our brain and all of all these sorts of things. Nothing is really isolated when it comes to our brain and body and food. But if there is one topic that is very much at the intersection of food and brain, <laughs> food and the mental side of losing weight. It is hunger. And your relationship with hunger will play a massive, massive role in whether or not you lose weight or how easy or tough it is to lose weight. Um, I thought about titling this episode, How to Lose Weight Without Being Hungry, because that's really snappy and catchy. But the fact that I knew that title would be popular is proof that a lot of people have a really, <laughs> I'm looking for the right words, maybe a really jacked up relationship with hunger, a really unhealthy relationship with hunger. So let's jump into this. Um, this episode was inspired by a recent post and interaction that went on inside my Inner Circle coaching group. A lady posted and she said, I tried a different breakfast this morning. She explained everything that it was. I won't bore you with all that. And she said, the question I have is, I had this at 7 a.m. and I was sick with hunger at 9 a.m. My response to her was this. I said, what really jumps out more to me about your post than the food is the language, which our language flows from our thoughts, but it's the language that you used, sick with hunger, versus just saying and realizing, hey, I was already hungry again by 9 a.m. The assumption or the thought with the first one, sick with hunger, is that it's like being sick with the flu, which means hunger is a bad thing. I was sick with hunger, and we should never feel hungry. And I asked her, does this make sense? I said, I don't want you or anyone to be super hungry, but being hungry and embracing some hunger is okay. And it's a part of the process of losing weight. And she responded, she said, Corey, that is so interesting that you picked that out. When I was composing this post, I debated with myself on what word to use. The first choice that popped into her head was, I'm dying with hunger. What I went with was marginally better, but still speaks to the mindset. I literally felt like I was going to throw up. She said, I will examine those thoughts more closely next time it happens. So first of all, let me just say this. I want to applaud this lady. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Because 
this is a beautiful example of what it means to be coachable. I shared something with her that conflicted with her reality. Her reality was, man, I felt so hungry. I felt like I was going to throw up. So she could have easily come back and said, Corey, you don't understand. She, or she could have just gotten angry and not posted anything, not, not responded at all. But instead, she engaged we began a really healthy, wonderful, fruitful interaction. And she said, oh, wow, you know what? Come to think of it, I was going to write dying with hunger, which think about it, guys, When we these things go hand in hand. Sick with hunger, dying with hunger. It's like we're escalating, right? So her initial response was to say she was dying with hunger. Like, if I don't eat, I will die. Now, that may sound silly to you, and you may think, oh, well, she knew that she wouldn't die if she didn't eat. Guys, our language flows from our thoughts. So if the language she was going to use was dying with hunger, something in her brain was saying, you better eat, you better eat, you better eat, you better eat. (laughs) You probably, if you're really honest, have had a similar experience. But she downgraded it from dying with hunger to sick with hunger. So now her brain is saying, okay, you're not going to die, but you are sick. And the remedy, the medication for the sickness is more food. So, again, just to wrap up what she said, number one, bravo to her. She was coachable. She interacted. She engaged. Number two, she said, I I literally felt like I was going to throw up. I will examine those thoughts more closely next time it happens. My response back to her was this. Thank you for being open to coaching. And for what it's worth, I know the exact feeling. It's like you're so empty, you almost feel nauseous. I've experienced it too, guys. I have. Sometimes it happens when we get hungry. Other times it doesn't. But here's what I said. I also know that 99% of the time, it's just temporary and it passes. We've all had that feeling. Oh, I feel almost a little nauseous. I feel so hungry. And then 10 or 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes later, it passes. We drink some water. We get busy with our life or our work and it's gone. And then this was my last statement to her. Redefining our relationship with hunger and fullness can be super helpful to this whole process. So here's the take-home point, guys, if you want to just sign off now. (laughs) But I hope you don't because we're going to dig into it more. Your relationship with hunger plays a massive role in whether or not you lose weight and how easy or difficult it will be for you to do so. What we need to understand is hunger in our current day and age is not necessarily a bad thing. Sure, if we rewind 3,000 years or 2,000 years or maybe even 700 years, whatever, and food was scarce, sure, hunger's bad. And that's probably one of the reasons it hangs around for us. You know, we, it was learned and genetically ingrained in us, and it was taught generation to generation, handed down, you know, eat, 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 because we don't want to starve to death. We are so blessed and so fortunate. We live in a world now where food is abundant And we went from 700 years ago starving to death and the threat of starving to death to now in the year 2021, we are literally eating ourselves to death. Three of the biggest killers, heart disease, cancer, and diabetes, those are all massively impacted by what we eat or don't eat. We went from starving to death to eating ourselves to death. I don't say this to shame you. I don't say this to discourage you. I say this just as a factual thing. So what we need to understand now in 2021, in this current day and age, is that hunger is not necessarily a bad thing. But there are problems. And the problems reside 
between your ears, <laughs> as they almost always do. You guys hear me say it a million times. If you want to change your body, you must first change your brain. So when it comes to hunger, we have thoughts, we have feelings, we have emotions. When it comes to hunger, we've connected being hungry to something bad. Even though I just told you hunger is not necessarily a bad thing, in our brain, we've connected hunger to bad. Being hungry equals bad. We don't think we should ever be hungry. It's like our right to always be full. Sometimes we can't even understand our hunger. And we think we can't tolerate it. Like this amazing lady said in my coaching group, I'm dying with hunger. I'm sick with hunger. If we are dying or sick, we can't tolerate that. We need help. We need medicine. We need care. And when it comes to hunger, the solution is always food and more food. And newsflash, <laughs> if you are overweight, if you want to lose weight, and the solution is always more food, that's a problem. So we wind up in this situation where we think we can't tolerate hunger. And then, oh boy, don't get me started. Here's one of my favorites. We feel empowered to act like a total jerk when we're hungry. It's like, oh, I'm hangry. I mean, there's even the commercials about it, the, the Snickers commercials. I don't know. Maybe these are international. Maybe they're not. Maybe this is just the, my United States audience who will be able to understand this. But the Snickers commercials where they, the punchline is, you're not you when you're hungry. It's like we, we've given ourselves this right to act like a total a-hole and a total jerk just because we're hungry. Listen, my friends, just a little side note here, a little rant. You are always in control of how you act. Sometimes it's easier to be in control and sometimes it's harder. But you are always in control. And just because you're hungry, it may be a little tougher to control that, but it doesn't give you the right to be a jerk to the people you love or anyone else. You're hungry. So what? Deal with it. Don't be a jerk. Okay, sorry. I'm moving forward now. The other problem that we have when it comes to hunger is we can't even detect when we're truly hungry versus if we're really just emotional or if we're just bored or if we're just craving something, whatever. And I talk about this in depth way, 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 way back in episode number 12. I talked about the five types of hunger, and then I shared a bonus six type. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to cover those very quickly. Instead of making you go back and, and listen to episode 12, which you certainly can, but I want to talk about five types of hunger right now because understanding these can be kind of the gateway to beginning to form a better relationship with hunger and also being able to just identify what it is that's driving your hunger. So let's go through six types of hunger. Number one, it's real hunger. This is what I would call like true body hunger. This is when your body, your physiological systems need nourishment. And I would, I would say that often people struggle to even accurately identify this because they've so rarely experienced it. We're just pumping so much food into us, trickling, trickling, trickling in all throughout the day that we have a hard time distinguishing this. Um, next up, number two, habit hunger. And as you might guess, this is when you eat something purely because it's a habit. You might have a little real hunger or you might not be hungry at all, but you're triggered to eat because it's habit. It's just what you normally do at that time or that situation. Third type of hunger is emotional hunger. And this is when you're eating because of an emotion. It can be any emotion. It's different for different people. Maybe you're sad or celebrating or depressed or happy or excited or disappointed. It's like in our brain, 
a strong emotion, any strong emotion has gotten hardwired to eating and you can't have one without the other. I'm sad, so I'm going to eat comfort foods. I'm super excited, so I'm going to celebrate with a big indulgent meal. Or I'm, I'm just bored, and there's nothing else to do, so I'm going to eat something. <laughs> I mean, the list of emotions goes on and on and on. It can really be any emotion, and it can be any food. But emotional hunger is very, very rarely true, real hunger. Next up, number four, is craving hunger. Um, it's really not even fair to call these hunger because they're not true hunger. Anyways, next up, craving hunger. This one's a little different uh, than habit or emotional hunger because you'll actually think that you're truly hungry, but that's really not the case. Your body's not hungry, but you or your brain just wants something specific, something sweet or salty or crunchy. You don't have any real hunger. You just have a craving for a certain kind of food. A good way for me to distinguish this with myself and with my clients between like craving hunger and real hunger is to ask, okay, right now, would just about any food be good to me? And if so, then it's probably real hunger. Physiologically, my body is hungry, not just my tongue, and it doesn't care if I give it a candy bar or steamed broccoli or grilled chicken or a donut. It just needs food and wants food, nourishment. On the other hand, if only very certain foods sound good to you, like I mentioned earlier, salty, sweet, crunchy, then you're probably just having a craving. So that's number four. Next up, number five, social hunger. This one's pretty self-explanatory. Everyone else is eating, so you should be eating too. And if you're honest, you have no idea whether you're truly hungry or not. The thought never even crossed your mind. You just see people getting plates of food and chowing down. So you grab a plate and start loading it up with food and you start eating too. And usually it's totally mindless eating, which is the worst kind because you don't enjoy it. And then the next thing you know, you, you have a belly full of calories that you didn't really taste and you didn't really intentionally enjoy. And then the sixth type of hunger, that is the one that back in episode 12 I called the bonus, is inner child hunger. You could also call it spoiled brat hunger. It basically says, I want what I want and I will have it. Forget losing weight or health or how it will make me feel later or forget my goals or anything like that. I don't care. I want fill in the blank pizza or chocolate cake, or french fries, or ice cream, or cheesecake, or potato chips, or whatever. And I want it now. And I'm going to eat it. Come hell or high water. Don't get in my way. <laughs> You've probably experienced this. Or you know someone that gets this way. We all have it at some point. And it may seem kind of funny, and we can joke about it or laugh about it. Or, you know, just every now and then, sure. But what really helps me with this type of hunger is thinking of it like a spoiled inner child. I want what I want and I will have it now. Imagine a spoiled child pitching a fit in a public place, stomping their foot on the ground, making a scene, pouting, kind of like the spoiled little girl in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory who could, who would stomp and scream and, you know, always, I want it now. And she was so annoying and no one liked her. <laughs> Once we can think of our inner child hunger like this, it makes it a bit easier to see it and say no. Because after all, who wants to be the spoiled brat? 
Okay, now, as much as knowing and identifying the different types of hunger can really help and empower you, today I want to go just a little bit deeper. I want to zone in on your relationship to hunger, regardless of what type of hunger it is. I want to zone in on your relationship and how you think and feel about being hungry. Because here's the thing. Research shows people who naturally kind of easily maintain a healthy body weight, they prefer the feeling of being a little hungry or at least not being overly full. And the people who struggle to maintain a healthy body weight, who are always trying to lose weight, those people kind of naturally dislike being hungry and they prefer the sensation of being full. Now, we can theorize all kinds of reasons why, Oh, it's genetics or individual biochemistry or blood sugar or hormones or whatever. The list goes on and on and on. But here's the thing, my friends. Don't miss this, please. Here's the thing. We can't change those things. We can't change your genetics. We can't change your individual biochemistry. We can't change in any really powerful way your hormones unless, you know, you get external medicated hormones. But what we can change is how we think about hunger, our view of hunger and our relationship to hunger. If we can begin to see a little bit of hunger as okay, maybe we can begin to see a lot of hunger, like starving yourself to lose weight, as not okay. Then basically we can learn to live in the middle when it comes to hunger. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, and especially if you've been in my inner circle coaching group, you know (laughs) the solution to 99% of life is living in the middle and what I call the magical middle. So let me repeat this. If we can begin to see a little bit of hunger is okay, and we can begin to see a lot of hunger, like starving yourself in order to lose weight as not okay, then we can learn to live in the middle when it comes to hunger. And that is is the solution. I promise. It's perfectly okay to be hungry every now and then. And when you eat a quote-unquote clean meal, for lack of a better word, that's lower in fat and lower in a bunch of processed crap, you'll notice that you get hungry again a little faster. Which brings up a great point in relation to hunger. Here's the thing. If you're mentally trained, like if over the years you don't even realize it and you've ingrained mentally and trained yourself mentally to believe that hunger is bad and you prefer, you kind of naturally prefer feeling full even if you don't quite realize it, then won't you naturally gravitate to and return to foods and meals that are heavier, foods and meals that are higher in fat and dense with calories so that you can avoid the very things you don't like. You can avoid getting hungry. (laughs) You can avoid the feeling the emptiness in your stomach. Do you see what I'm saying here? This is a self-fulfilling prophecy, guys. So whether you realize it or not, if you hate the feeling of being hungry and prefer feeling full, you're programmed to automatically prefer heavier foods that will throw a wrench in your weight loss gears. Also, if you have this idea or belief that hunger is bad, then doesn't that automatically entitle you to eat something as soon as you experience the slightest bit of hunger? Like I said earlier, if we're not careful, we just have this trickle food, trickle food. <laughs> uh, I should edit that out, but I'm not. We should, <laughs> we don't realize it, but we'll have this trickle feed of food coming in all day long. 
because we have a belief that hunger is bad and that automatically entitles us to eat something as soon as we experience the slightest bit of hunger. Hunger equals bad. Therefore, I don't experience hunger, so I eat something as soon as I feel the, the teeniest bit of hunger. The bottom line, guys, your relationship to hunger is huge. It can be a massive help or a massive hindrance when it comes to losing weight and achieving your goals. So I challenge you to challenge your hunger. Think about what type of hunger you're experiencing. Is it habit? Is it, are you emotional? Is it just a craving? Is it a social thing? Or is it your inner child? Or is it true hunger? Think about what type you're experiencing. Then think about how the sensation of hunger makes you feel. What emotions does it cause? Anger? Are you feeling angry because you're hungry? Panic? Are you almost freaking out a little bit? Maybe there's hostility. You're hostile to the people around you because you're hungry and that's just not right. Is there fear? Are you scared? What am I gonna, what's going to happen if I don't get some food soon? And just a little side note here, guys. Man, oh my goodness. So many of us are often so, so very bad at naming, identifying and naming emotions. And I promise the better you can get at this, the better you can get at like stepping outside of your emotions and going, wait a minute, what exactly am I experiencing right now? Am I mad? Am I, am I angry? Am I sad? Am I scared? Like, what, what is it? The better you can get at this, the more empowered you will be, not just with hunger, but in every area of your life. So let, let's move forward. Sorry, that was a little tangent. We, as you challenge your hunger, move forward. What thoughts go through your head when you're hungry? Are you thinking, well, I must eat something soon. I need to eat something now. This is not good. I'm hungry. This is bad. I better eat or I won't have any energy. I'm shutting down my metabolism if I don't eat. I'm harming myself. I'm harming my metabolism. The list goes on and on and on. But again, my challenge to you is to challenge your hunger. That is the only way you'll ever begin to redefine and rebuild and truly improve your relationship with hunger. I am not telling you to be hungry all the time. Please rewind and listen to what I said. We need to accept that being a little hungry is okay and that being really hungry is not okay. So I'm not telling you to be hungry all the time, but I am telling you to challenge your hunger because we need to redefine and rebuild and improve your relationship with hunger if you want to be successful. I hope this has been helpful, guys. If you enjoyed today's episode and you like the podcast in general, I highly recommend you check out my two free resources, the Anti-Diet Class. It's a one-hour presentation I give. You can go to antidietclass.com and pick out a time. Uh, there's multiple times, any time that works for you and your schedule to check out that presentation or my Catalyst audio program. It's a series of audio lessons that walk you through what you might have been taught about weight loss that's not true. And you can scroll down to the show notes to find the link for that. And as we wrap up, please never forget, there's so much more to you and your life and who you are than a number. So don't let the scales screw with your brain and dictate your emotions and just destroy your day. No, 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 no. Don't let the scales do that. And please remember that losing weight is incredible, but it's not just about that number going down. Losing weight is about gaining life and living the life you've always wanted. And I believe in you 100%. 
And if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. You can borrow my belief. Keep coming back. I'll keep working on you. Take care, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.